0: Hello and welcome to episode number 201 of the NerdProCrow podcast. This is our review and actually a surprisingly in-depth discussion of Birds of Prey, the entirely two-title long title that uh, probably messed up some of its box office draw. Uh, We get into that uh, a little bit in this episode. What uh, should you guys know? Well, first of all, we are live-tweeting The Magicians every Wednesday night. We missed, uh, if it's not... Actually, live on the East Coast of when it's airing. It is the day afterward that uh, I know. that It was like, why would you even bother live tweeting something the day afterward? I don't know. It's just we're just doing it, okay? Just just suck it up and live with it. But yes, uh, at Nerfroco on Twitter. As always, uh, if you enjoy this episode, let uh, or you enjoy this podcast. I don't. I have no idea who's listening anymore. Uh, let us know at Nerfroco on Twitter, nerdproco at gmail and uh yeah uh, tell your friends tell your friends tell their friends spread it around any way you can uh there's more things coming up we are still gonna be on the once a month schedule uh for the time being there's gonna be like i said some sneaked in episodes there's gonna be one uh there were supposed to be one a little bit earlier this month but then february ended up being february won't get into that but a lot of things happened in february that uh meant that we couldn't Uh, I could not sneak in that episode uh, that I wanted to. That being said, uh, a quick thing, because we are discussing a DC property on this. We did not get to discuss at all Crisis on Infinity Earths, the uh, big CW crossover, if you haven't watched it yet. Go ahead and go watch it. Regardless of what, how you feel about the CWDC shows, uh, Arrow has just ended. I have not watched the end of Arrow. Uh, I don't think any of us have watched the end of Arrow. Uh, did you watch the end of Arrow? I have no idea. I mean, I know how it ended, obviously, because I watched Crisis on Infinite Earths and then, uh, but I did not watch the aftermath or the, the pre. I don't even know because I don't. I rarely ever watch these shows live anymore. But yeah, uh, have not caught up on any of those shows at all, including uh, our not so secret favorite, which is Legends of the Tomorrow. I will defend. I will die on the hill of defending that show. But if you haven't watched Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, just like if you don't watch any of the the other CW DC shows, you should uh, just if you're a nerd for the fun of it, watch the once a year crossovers. This was the big one where they included literally every single dc property that has ever been on television or in a movie and when i say literally everything i mean literally everything uh eve if you are listening to this episode of the podcast which i doubt uh, you're subscribed but i don't know if you listen to them because who wants to listen to their own voice but uh i'm about to have some spoilers so just to give you a fun list if you haven't watched it by now i don't these are going to be spoilers but like again uh, if this is me like trying to convince you to watch it, uh, it's kind of a spoiler, but uh, it's literate so stuff you wouldn't expect, Like, well, stuff you would expect like every DC, CW TV show. So uh, a lot of people we know already about the random roof uh, playing Superman from the Superman Returns from the Bryan Singer movie. We knew already about... Because uh, it kind of went around. We, we knew already that they were going to do a Smallville nod. And that was a sweet little scene of uh, that version of Clark Kent Superman giving up his power so he could be with his family. That was very cool. Uh, it's always fun to see John Cryer, even though uh, I, I had no idea because I don't watch Supergirl that John Cryer was playing a version of Lex Luthor. But John, John Cryer as Lex Luthor is pretty fun because if you didn't know this... He played uh, Lex Luthor's son in the original Superman movie. So there was that. They had the reporter, because I think it's the only one they could get, to be from uh, the original uh, 1989 Batman. Uh, it's uh, I can't remember the name of the actor, but it's the reporter who was not Vicki Vale. It uh, worked in the newspaper. So apparently they're implying that the... Batwoman that is uh, played by Ruby Rose. By the way, don't watch Batwoman. It's t- it's a terrible show. I mean, a lot of those shows have become terrible. The Flash is now pretty terrible. Arrow stopped being good like 3 or 4 seasons ago, but it's really a bummer cuz I, I, I really like Ruby Rose, but Batwoman is a terrible show. But they implied that the Batman, the the universe that she's from is the Batman universe from the 1989 Batman They also had Burt Ward, if you didn't know who Burt Ward is. Burt Ward is the Robin from the original 1960s Batman, so they had him. That was cool. They had a little bit where they had one of the actresses who was in the Birds of Prey TV show that was on CW very briefly. Uh, Very apropos, because uh, we were talking about Birds of Prey in this episode uh some other stuff stuff from the movies that you wouldn't expect uh one of them i won't spoil uh because it's just fun and it's also a really fun little character scene with two of the characters uh they also reference that one of the earths is the earth that the green lantern that terrible ryan reynolds green lantern movie uh they they reference that they definitely show like a clip from that which was kind which is both like that's okay we're acknowledging that that exists and it's on a different earth and also that like they got the right to do that but of course it's one of the brothers so they can do whatever they want uh at the end again this is a spoiler they totally do a super friends like the hall of justice is basically what all the heroes end up doing in the end uh you see that uh Fucking Lucifer from Lucifer makes a cop. The, the show Lucifer makes a cameo. If you've been watching Lucifer, it got picked up on Netflix like at Burn Extra Season, so you can watch that. All really fun stuff. Like And more things that I'm sure I'm missing. I mean, there was more, even more in there that I'm, I'm forgetting right now. There was a lot. Of, it's just it's like a nerd bonanza. The effects were not that great. Uh, a lot of the action sequences were not as good. As uh, the big crossover, like I, I not even like last year, but like two years ago, there was a really good like massive uh, crossover, uh, with the alien invasion. I forget what they were called. I think they're called they were called like the Dementors, or something like that. Uh, that crossover was really cool. This one, even though it's supposed to be like the largest one in one of their shows was ending, uh, and got some nice little ending character moments for Oliver Queen. Again, I won't spoil the... Uh, well, no, you know, if you haven't seen it by now, he becomes a Spectre. That's all he... Yeah. Uh, briefly, he becomes a Spectre. Whether that means that we're going to see him as a Spectre in later episodes of Legends Legend of Tomorrow or on The Flash is an open question. I don't think so, unless they get... Uh, What's-his-name to come back? But Arrow is now done. And, yeah, I mean... It's a lot of fun. The last fight where they fight the Anti-Monitor is just... I understand it's television, but even on those shows, I've seen better effects. And the fight between the two—the Brenner Superman and the Supergirl Superman was just... Because they, of course, fight because one of them gets taken over by, I think, Lex Luthor. And they end up fighting was kind of lame... And by kind of lame, I mean really lame. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the up points for the Crisis of Infinity Earth, uh, for DC, even though this aired like last month, like this is a while ago. So this is, in internet time, it might as well have been like, again, like one of those, why are we even talking about this type things? Uh, and, and this is just for the intro of this podcast. But, uh, yeah, in any event, it, it's, it, uh, a lot of like the individual stories, the fight sequences, a lot of that um, were pretty dumb. They weren't great. but I think just for the we threw everything, including the kitchen sink stuff in crisis uh, and the way they just go really deep on like a lot of the golden Age and silver Silver Age and the Bronze Age stuff from the comic books is just it's there's too much in there that's fun. That, uh, to make it worth watching, that you can kind of overlook all the stuff that's done, or maybe you can't look overlook all the stuff that's done. I don't know. Let us know if you're listening to this intro or you skip over the intros. But if you listen to this intro and you're listening to me give this review and you disagree or you agree, let us know. Like I said, uh, at NerdPurple on Twitter. Uh, let's get into this because it is, uh, a surprising hour and a half to talk about one movie. Normally, we I mean, we talk about a couple other things, but but man, way talking way more about this than we thought we'd do it. So let's get into it. Uh, stay nerdy, y'all. Episode number 201 of the Nerpoco podcast. Yep. Yeah, we're doing, I'm doing it, uh, hopefully the battery life on this. Uh, I will eventually get a new AC cord for, for this recorder. Uh, we're gonna get a little fuzz because, uh, but I can, I, will try and fix that in post. Actually, I should be able to fix that by doing this. There we go. Yeah, that should, t- there's like an air sound, but that's because for some reason on this, like, yeah, uh, input 7 and input 1, is it? No, input 8, like... There's like an air sound for some bizarre reason. I don't know. Maybe if I put pop filters on them. I was going to get pop filters. for am like, this is a weird way to start. <laughs> or just put popcorn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, put popcorn on well, it. Yeah. Eating dude, popcorn on the mic is going to sound Guys,
1: amazing. thank you.
2: I needed that talk. It oh, was, yeah. We, we, had it a, was,
0: we, we didn't start. With, we had I, a catharsis. We, we, had to, yeah, we had to have a, a, a sort of like cathartic, deep, personal talk about relationships before the podcast started because... We had not done that. Yeah. <laughs> <And> you <laughs> and you I gotta want... do it. You gotta do it over. You gotta and do, like, it, like
1: detox a bit.
0: And I didn't want to do that on the mic because why? Yeah. <laughs> the internet doesn't yeah. need to know our personal no. shit. No. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's start uh, with what we saw recently. There's a bunch of stuff that's come out, but it's come out so recently that I haven't like had a chance to either watch it or finish it and talk about it. So. Let's let's start with Birds of Prey. Cause yeah,
2: um, I, I was really surprised by the box on, box office numbers. Um, I, considering you know the momentum Warner Brothers has made with the last few movies, I was kind of hoping that this would definitely uh, make gangbusters in the box office in terms of its uh, monetary returns. But that just wasn't the case. I have my theories. Um, I was. I mean, I saw that it was bombing. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, the reviews were all good, so... I thought I had to it would see do better myself.
0: its opening... Uh, like, it would do a little bit better its opening weekend. And I I honestly thought that it would pick up a little bit. But it's been, like, drops I since blame, it came out.
1: I blame Warner Brothers. But for what, though? For poorly... For a, running a poor campaign. How so? I mean, they the did a
2: good job promoting it, though.
1: But did they... First of all, the title of the movie was awful. All That's right, part of it. Yeah, I don't. You know, think so. it was not SEO friendly. They had to SEO. Yeah, search engine optimization. So basically, they had to after the after the movie released, they then realized the executives then realized that maybe the title was m- might be difficult to search for so then they changed the title of the movie to harley quinn and then they dropped whatever the emancipation of yeah 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 no so it was basically birds of prey harley quinn they changed it to that just to m- make it easier for people to search for on google um so you have that then you have... The I, cause
2: <sighs> I just thought Birds of Prey would just be the simple... I mean, yeah, the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, that was a big thing, but it was technically Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. That and was then, the title.
1: And then you have... The trailers were not bad, but then you had the, the, the TV spots didn't work. Like, I saw a couple of TV spots, and it didn't do it justice. Like, they they didn't seem compelling enough to garner the average viewer's attention in my opinion
2: identify what average viewer are you talking about
1: is that what
2: is the average viewer are you trying to talk about i
1: mean the average viewer, dude bro i'm not talking about i'm not referring to the comic nerd that knows the character well enough to say hey okay i'm gonna go see that but like I'm talking about the mainstream audience who maybe has heard of Harley Quinn or have seen the character at some point and but needs and needs to that added push of inspiration to actually buy a ticket. And that's where you need that's where you know your are you're, you're if if you're promoting the product well you're going to achieve that but.
2: This is Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is DC's version of Deadpool in terms of popularity. Yes. uh, Where in the last few years, she's rivaling Marvel's, you know, it boy in terms of Deadpool. Mm -hmm. So you don't really need that much of, you know, much of a push to sell a character like that. Mm -hmm. Harley Quinn already has the has a fanfare. Mar- DC has done so much to promote her comics, her animated TV show. Um, just Harley Quinn, everything is rivaling what Batman is has been for DC Comics. So I don't think there was such a huge need to okay. push the okay, character. Okay,
0: okay. But here's the problem with everything you just said. It's the last thing you just said. Everything with DC Comics. No one who doesn't read the comics... Gives a crap about any of that. Uh, there is same thing with it's, Deadpool. It's what people
2: it's, who like Deadpool are the people who read the comics and Dead. What worked with Deadpool is just the but humor. It,
0: yes, but okay.
2: And Ryan Reynolds. So, so, so I agree. I
0: agree with what because, uh, and I I will compare it to why it worked with Deadpool and it's for some of this. It worked for Deadpool for some of the same reasons that it didn't work for this movie. Uh so. Uh, for Deadpool, you had two things that were kind of similar, but... So you had a mediocre, some would argue horrible, representative of the character in a previous film, in in uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. But you had enough time that it passed between X-Men Origins Wolverine and the Deadpool movie. Also... When there was rumors of a Deadpool movie and they were going to redo the character, there was some excitement that was built up about that, and that was before there was even confirmed that there was going to be a movie and that was again, there was enough time that kind of the the sour taste in everyone's mouth about how the character was portrayed in at Wolverine X-Men Origins no one it had cared started about to go that. over yes,
2: no one cared about Wait, Wolverine, but, but,
0: but, okay, well, hold on then in Deadpool they leaked leaked quote unquote the test footage for it they did test footage and it wasn't even confirmed they were going to do a movie they just shot some they just did some test footage which is what ended up being that action sequence yeah. on the highway now the rumor is that when they did the test footage and Ryan Reynolds did the voice it's actually Ryan Reynolds who leaked the test footage now whether that was That he did it and he wasn't supposed to, or whether that was purposeful and they pretended like he wasn't supposed to as a marketing ploy, that's arguable. Mm. There's that. There was a very short period of time between, uh, relatively speaking, between when Suicide Squad came out and when Birds of Prey came out. Uh, Suicide Squad is. There were a bunch of. Number one, you have an an association as good as Margaret uh, Margaret Robbie is. You have an association with number one, a mediocre DC movie. Number yes. two, a terrible <clears throat> portrayal of the character that she is most associated with, which is the Joker. Yes. So you already have a portion of the audience who does Turned not, off. who will not see you a Harley just stated- Quinn movie. Because it is associated with that horrible version of the Joker and a version of a character that was introduced in a movie that a lot of people didn't really like.
1: You just stated in my next point perfectly.
0: Had they wait now either they, they could have waited till some of that had worn off before releasing that movie. Also, no one outside of So I I also agree that the name was a big problem. Yep. They should have just called it a Harley, like a Harley, Harley Quinn and then something else because no one outside of the comics audience cares about Birds of Prey. In fact, anyone who's not familiar with the comic books would have been like, why is this movie even called Birds of Prey? Yeah. They wouldn't. Even if you saw the movie, you wouldn't understand why the movie yeah. is called Birds it's, of Prey. The, it's nonsense. The,
1: the, 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 the title if is you're not a comics
0: fan. The title Birds of Prey makes no sense. Yeah. But to um, anyone who has yeah. not familiar with big, the comic book property uh, like you stated like,
1: a big a big issue is is the char- as as good as Margot Robbie is and I, I love her she's an ex- she's an excellent actress and she's she's headed to great really good really good things in her career but unfortunately her character is deeply associated with the first suicide squad with suicide squad and a character the joker portrayed that was so badly botched by Jared Leto. So that that really hurts the uh, the character itself. So she she has to work twice as hard in this movie yeah, to just Yeah, there was a lot of own.
0: hurdles the movie had to overcome before it even came out mm-hmm. so that would have prevented people from seeing it
2: So you're telling me that the next, the James Gunn Suicide Squad is DOA from the sound of it because everyone has still that bad taste of.
0: It's not DOA. It could be amazing. The only actually, uh, here's the way I'm going to say it. Unless it is amazing, like really amazing. Yeah, it is DOA. Yeah, I agree. Like it'll be DOA. Despite it'll so be a it'll, it'll be, be the th-
2: same scenario. You're saying it, James Gunn's Suicide Squad will suffer the same fate as Harley Quinn or Birds unless of Prey, unless
0: it comes out and everyone goes like apeshit. Keep in mind, even though it had the Marvel name behind it, when you consider Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy when it came out was a complete fluke not a complete fluke but like a kind of like pre the movie coming out there was no reason to believe that a guardians of the galaxy movie would have been successful Mm -hmm. that movie was successful because everyone who went to see it kind of was like oh it's a marvel movie we'll kind of go see it who who the hell are these characters i have no idea yeah
2: but the the tone of that movie is what got everyone going the same thing that same tone applied to thor worked with taika waititi it was a different type of movie that people didn't inspe- expect and that what that's what but, gravitated but also people.
0: marvel uh, there's a the marvel had built even by the time guardians had come out and like a completely irrelevant by the time that thor ragnarok came out it's, marvel had built up enough goodwill with the audience. That a certain proportion of, uh, like, segment of the audience was gonna go see those movies anyway. A certain segment of the audience was going to go see Guardians just regardless, not knowing ex- at all who the characters. Yeah, were.
2: but they knew it had something to do with the overall scheme of yes. the yeah. Thanos. In the and, case, Infini- and, yeah. and, again, yeah. and again, in the case the of
0: Birds of Prey movie, doesn't have didn't have any of that. In the case I'm not of Guardians, people sh- shouldn't have seen it. I I I agree. I'm I'm not surprised. I'm just a little bummed out by yeah. it. Like, in
1: the case of Guardians, it was a it even though most. Most people didn't know what, what they were going to get from it, right? They didn't know what Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy was. Uh, I certainly didn't know. I, I never read that comic. I wasn't uh fam- and, even, and even if I you wasn't had, familiar, the
0: version in the movie is not the version from the comic I wasn't familiar
1: book. with the characters, but that movie rode entirely on the reputation and on the brand that is marvel. It also had
0: it the trailer. It also had. I was going to say it also had a fantastic. That trailer, trailer. got yeah. me hooked. The I mean, Which immediately. A, birds of prey? Some of them were good. Mm-hmm. I will agree. Also, like the promotion. Yeah. If you're gonna do, and here's the problem: if you're gonna do like try and do like you know if Harley Quinn is DC's answer to, uh, Deadpool then maybe try and market it in some of the same ways that it, that you marketed Deadpool. The problem is with doing that is then you have the dude bros are going to be like, "Oh, they're just ripping off the way they marketed Deadpool." Yeah. With, with- and this
1: is the main difference between Marvel and DC. I'm not going to don't don't look at me like I'm about don't to crap about on that. it. Right now Marvel can have the luxury of putting out entirely new characters that even obscure ones that unless you're a comic nerd nobody's going to know but because it has a stamp of Marvel not association with Marvel but like Marvel people are going to go C- cough, and cough, Eternals <laughs> people are going to buy they're going to get there's a big picture but yeah but with DC it's different because DC has had a a hit or miss history and so a lot of misses, a lot of misses. so the the properties n- really need to rely on how on heavy marketing for the characters themselves this is what wonder woman does so well That it's not it's it's not putting dc first yes yeah, dc yeah, yeah but it's but, to be
2: fair it's wonder woman yeah wonder it, woman is She sells herself just based on her name. Everyone, when you think women empowerment, you don't think, you know, Captain Marvel. You don't think, you know, Jean Grey. But it helped that 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 the that
1: that, that, the Wonder Woman the 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 original the first part rather was so it's such a very good film. It was so well done, very well directed. Gal Gadot was awesome, and so now. You've got the sequel and you've got the trailers and you've got an awesome soundtrack.
0: It sells itself. I, I, will, I will say, you're always saying, like, uh, you know, kind of want to argue that audiences aren't dumb. Audiences are dumb. Um, I have to, I, I really have to come back to the fact that, like, I didn't think about this really until other people started to bring it up. The title of this movie was a mis- a massive mistake. Yes, a yeah. massive. Like I would, I would argue. Massive miss- mistake, I, I marketing
2: lo- wise or creative, uh, creative.
0: All around, all around. Because, I I would argue that with you lost, I could. I, I mean, I'm going to throw a number out there just arbitrarily. Uh, I would say fifteen million dollars. You lost there. By naming it the wrong thing mm-hmm.
2: are you saying because it's birds of prey or because it's the emancipation of, both. of both. female because no it's no no a matter no no,
0: of- no 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 both both uh not not female just uh calling it birds of prey which is even if you see the movie you're like i still don't understand why the movie is called this mm-hmm. uh i mean we know but 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 no one who like I said who's not familiar with it will know. And number so two, what about Emancipation you've said of you said you said, no. but you saddled Just it with a any all, all a lot of movies with no one. Re, there's a, I mean I can't even think of what the movies are. But there's a handful of movies that have short title colon long title. No one remembers the after colon. Nope. Ever. Nope. Uh, I can't even think of a movie like I'm sure. Oh. Doctor Strange Love. No one calls Doctor Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love. How I uh, learned just to stop mental. worrying and uh, love the bomb. Love the bomb. That's the whole movie. That's the whole title of <laughs> yeah. Doctor Strange Love. Yep. No one remembers that except for people like us. Remembers the second part of the title. Yeah, they but just remember Doctor Strange Love.
2: <laughs> and and but that does not stop pe- people from appreciating the film, though.
0: It doesn't, but it's it's it stops people from initially seeing the film if they didn't have interest in it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one th- the thing that I will argue to counter all this is the thing that I'm bummed about is that the movie is actually, and we'll get into it actually being very like really fun and enjoyable and good, uh, is the fact that. I would have thought this would have been one of those movies that had like a mediocre opening weekend, but and, word then, of mouth would and then and then word of it. mouth would have. But I think it had all those things stacked against it before it came out, and I think that even with the word of mouth, it's just like it didn't have enough people seeing it initially for the word, and it wasn't like fantastic that everyone was talking about it. It was like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the movie was bad, but it wasn't like amazing enough that I think people were saying you. people were coming out of the theater going you have to see this movie. Yeah. I, I mean,
2: I was what I appreciated about that was kind of like seeing Charlie's reaction. It was like for me it was like uh, Black Panther was the movie for black people. I feel that the way Harley Quinn was set up in this film it was the superhero written by women for women. Yeah. And just like things that I took for granted, Charlie cut on. And I'm assuming a lot of women would catch on in terms yeah. of like, and, none and of no. the women were overly sexualized. Their, their outfits were realistic, even making fun of like how the Boussier that you know uh, Montoya was wearing also protected her. It's like everything was made about this movie to like get women on board. And I think that that's what I was like, oh, hopefully this will bring word of mouth. That's
0: also a marketing mistake. I think – and I can't speak to how it was marketed not to the people currently talking on this podcast. But, you know, because some of that is in my periphery through, like, my Twitter feed and I follow, you know, like, you know, Black Girl Nerds and a bunch of those other, like, people on Twitter and all those things – I would, you know, I didn't see the movie except in Gail Simone's Twitter feed. Um, people, like, there wasn't an excitement. And, and one of the ways that, like, I I can kind of, just because those things are in my feed, uh, and also, like, news reports that pop up in my Google, whenever I go on Google, like, is, I did, when movies like that appeal to, like, the female audience, and it sparked something like Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel, whether for good or... Really, if we're going to say ca- Captain Marvel, whether for good or bad. uh, Because for Captain Marvel, even the bad publicity was good publicity. Oh, it's Marvel. What, yeah. No, 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 no. Even the bad like publicity was still... Pl- 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 word, apparently, I can't say because there's too many b- 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 sounds in it. <laughs> uh, but all of that was still... Good for the movie because there's a segment of like, both the female and the male population that would have seen Captain Marvel just as a fuck you for all the people who were dissing it. This movie didn't even really get that, like it didn't have, like it 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 didn't it didn't get it like it didn't get enough of a positive reaction that a lot of people that it was spreading by word of mouth. It also like in a odd way the way these how fucked up that these things work it didn't get enough of a negative reaction that where people were seeing it out of spite but spike. here's the thing like- <laughs>
2: but this is no different than what happened with Joker in terms of the quality where it's like the uh, the only thing that's great about Joker was Joaquin Phoenix but overall yeah. it was an okay movie yes. same Yeah, same thing I thought Birds of Prey was a better movie but Once again,
0: certainly more enjoyable. (laughs) But what
2: happened where that allowed Joker to make crossover a billion dollars, whereas Birds of Prey
0: controversy. In Uh, one word, controversy. That's. I mean, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't think I need to explain it any more than that. That 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 is the equals
2: a billion dollars. Yes.
0: Yes. In our current climate, media, political, everything, controversy equals. Even the people who are he- who hated it are saying that they hated it. Other people will see it mm-hmm. because uh, certain people hated it so much. Sure, then you can't it, inspired, it starts a conversation. It inspired passion on both sides. Then of, that
2: guy was a genius. What's his name? The director for uh, Joker. Yeah, he was a genius. Yeah. Because marketing would not figure that out. He had to say something stupid yeah. to incite.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and in hindsight, that might have been why he said all that. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it's that's the thing. It's get th-
2: those guys to go see it. Get the you know film heads who want to break movies apart yeah. to see that yeah. to j- rack up the views on in movie theaters.
0: Also, uh, another thing that. <coughs> Drinking beer is probably not good for, <laughs> coughing. But I'm gonna do it anyway. In any event, um, also here's another thing that I uh, that people have been talking about that uh, hurt this movie. I mean, there's uh, they were talking about it on this. Uh, I can't remember the guys who were, they do this thing where they talk about like box office draws and like box office numbers and. <clears throat> The reason why certain things. Uh, Birds of Prey also... So it could do... You know, a little bummed by how it did in the U.S. market. It had, like, nothing in the world market. And part of that is, you know... China is a giant market for these movies. Mm-hmm. And just, like, coronavirus viruses, Like, yeah, it... Bad timing. Yeah, it's... it's, it's I mean it's well, it's, it's, really it's, it look, look, it's it's destroying look, the world
1: economy yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, at scale
0: but but one of the things that often helps movies like this when they don't do that well here is it's made up in the foreign gross and there's just it's just not gonna happen for any of these movies uh there's that I do have some hope though that uh even though it didn't do well in the theaters, I have a feeling it's gonna pick up.
2: DVD sales that,
0: not DVD sales but like rental and, and like I I have a feeling it's I mean it, I don't think it's going to do like I can uh, yeah I don't it think will it's going to do, do. Have do have a super there. well but I think it's they're going to there's going to be some more there's going to yeah. be a, a significant a, a not so in not a significant but a not so in, double negative yeah. not so in, insignificant amount that it's going to make up yeah, I, I just
1: seems like a lot. It seems on the surface like the type of movie that many people might might look at it and say, "All right, I'll watch it eventually." It should. I mean, I'll watch it. I'll
2: I, rent it. I forgot about the coronavirus because this is a movie that should do well internationally. Yeah, you know, there's no controversy.
1: Mm.
2: What? It's a DC property. I mean, if Aquaman mm. fucking could do a billion because dollars, because
1: it's Aquaman.
0: Well, no, it's not. Well, no, 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 you can't no, 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 say that. No, 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 you can no, no, no. say
2: yeah. that to a lot of Marvel characters. This is fucking Aquaman, the guy who talked to fish. Yeah. You cannot say, oh, it's Aquaman. It had, it because had every reason to fucking fail. Um,
0: it did, but it's, it's a lot. All weird. right, how do so, I put this? Well, no, no, no. Uh, it, I, can, I can explain yeah. it to you. Go ahead. Uh, there's a lot that was in Aquaman, and a lot, uh, and less in Birds of Prey that would apply that would entertain people who don't have to know or follow the dialogue or the story at all. Yeah. You
1: articulated it well and I will add
0: that with Aquaman
1: as bad as it was it can generate worldwide sales because it's colorful. Because it's colorful. He has a shiny colorful costume you've got colorful ca- and so Fuck, I've it'll, seen Asian, it'll,
2: like chinese movies action movies yeah i forgot yeah, and no it'll, it'll, it'll it'll
1: it'll it'll ins- it'll attract families it'll attract like kids who will beg their parents to take them to the movies and that's where the money's made yeah is that you're going to have general audiences come out to see this movie, yeah, even, as bad as it is, Birds of Prey was, was of also Prey will not do. That. Birds
0: of Prey was also rated R, which means a lot of correct. Uh, a lot, you're cutting out part of your audience there. Yeah. Let, uh, if you want an explanation as to like why this wouldn't do worldwide, or like,
2: I mean, Joker probably did well worldwide as well. Yeah, because yeah. Joker and it's
1: rated R.
0: Yeah, but Joker is is a more is more universally known. Well,
1: yeah, Joker is. The character, it's yeah, sells uh, uh, itself. Also,
0: also controversy. Um, But uh, just as on the opposite side of the spectrum, the other, the biggest movie, one of the biggest movies that came out in the past, like, month or so that no one thought was going to do well, Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. Yeah.
2: Wait, that's it, fucking funny. Again,
0: it did amazing. It did amazing. It did amazing, both here and, a, a, wow. all, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, did you just bite into popcorn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it did really because you know kid kids movie coming out with like when not a lot of other not a lot of competition, mm-hmm. uh, and also again like uh Sonic the Hedgehog because it's a Sega property property actually has like an appeal
1: as a follower. Uh,
0: like worldwide and also because it's a kids movie it just everything about that movie uh knowing nothing about the plot or anything else but just still, watching like, the previews it still really
1: surprised me how well it did.
0: I was surprised but then I thought about it and I was just like I was domestic gross I, I thought I was surprised that it did so well domestic gross. I was not at all. I was I was actually ex- expecting coronavirus aside that uh it would do okay because there's a kid's movie coming out with very little competition the the, the weekend it came out mm-hmm. uh, domestically, and then pick up a shit ton worldwide. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, coronavirus still, like, hurt it. Should we pause? No, I'll put it Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I, I was a little surprised by how well it did here in the States. Uh, I was not – I mean, I, I will also say th- – all things aside like Margot Robbie Robbie has a certain like appeal but she doesn't have the same appeal and part of this is like the male-female thing uh, is as an actress she doesn't have on her own as much like selling power as say like even for a mediocre movie uh, like Suicide Squad you still had will smith and Mm -hmm. whether you like it or agree with it or anything will smith is still like on his own a big box box office draw i mean another example was
2: gemini man a big box office no
0: no but but like just historically especially if you put him in a uh in an ensemble uh with other people and there's a unnamed brand uh, associated with a uh, Case in Point one of the movies that has done the best the past couple of months Bad Boys for Life. Whoa. has done did really did incredibly well here in the states and did incredibly well overseas as well. Uh, and part of that is just star power. I mean, all again like as far as like star power like we all love Mario Robbie, Robbie, I don't know why I keep mispronouncing her name. Uh, but,
2: but she's had some good momentum. I mean, she, has, she had
0: what her no performance one, I mean, you, in, in no Bombshell in was no, pretty yeah. good from what no, I've no, heard. No, no I, I watched that. Um, Bombshell it, is great, by the way. And, you know,
2: And her performance in this role was... The thing is, you're talking about topically. The title, the marketing, yeah, but... That doesn't stop people who've seen this movie from saying this is a fucking awesome movie. And it is a fucking
0: awesome movie. It is. From start to finish, it's one
2: of the best DC Comics movies that Warner Brothers has produced.
0: I will say, I agree with you. Why aren't people seeing that in the United States? No, no, no. I agree with you. But with a caveat for us. I, don't, I still you? don't think the appeal to the audience that is outside of us is enough. I mean,
2: I mean, look at Charlie. Wasn't Charlie... Yeah. And she's not us.
0: But there's not enough of her who would see... A them. hardcore but, but know, feminist here's, he has, he who will, would not yeah, yeah, appreciate... But here's this. what I'll say. Who did Charlie see the movie with? Nerds. Would Charlie have seen the movie... I mean she I did she did so. she did organize it but she, no, but I think
2: she would have seen it I on I think her own. I mean to okay. be fair with a movie that's written by women per- yeah. directed by women and featuring you know women centric cast women should be going out in droves Watching a I mean, film like and supporting it, especially also, the content of this movie about getting but, but, away but you from can, an abusive can, relationship also, and going off on your own, that should appeal and resonate with a
0: lot. But but people. here's here's the thing. Again, I point to the fact that if that if the movie was marketed properly, okay, I hate to like be the one like movie yeah, so shit movie, movie <laughs> should stand on their own strength. But a movie like this, some of that you have to blame on the marketing because Mm -hmm. what I was saying before is like if it was as great or it was promoted properly along those lines, I would have seen it more in my feed along those lines. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't. I didn't see anything really about it. Is it because it's not
2: marketing or is it the fact that people were not latching onto the film? Bit, I think it's a little bit I think it's a little bit I watch a lot of YouTube I saw promos for this movie a lot there was yeah. no way for me to get away from that but the fact that no one in your feed in Twitter and social media was talking about it is because they just didn't care about it and that's a problem no,
0: not no one but I also think that part of marketing isn't like isn't just ads it's not just ads it's and I think one of the reasons why is, and I can't say that they didn't do this, only that I didn't see it. Uh, they might have done this, but it maybe it wasn't effective. Who knows? But I will say that if one of the ways in which is you reach out to all the people who are essentially the tastemakers for this kind of thing, and I don't know that they promoted it specifically. Along the lines that we are talking about, to like the tastemakers, and or maybe they did, and it just wasn't as like, I like I said, we thought the movie was awesome. I didn't. I haven't. I didn't see like aside from Gail Simone, who, granted, like if the peop- if the person who essentially as- created not Harley Quinn but like Birds of Prey as a unit, and is like most associated in the comics with the definitive runs on those characters. If she's into it, you would think that people would be... But yeah, she was the most of what I saw about that mo- about I, the movie.
2: I feel that this is not the Harley Quinn people wanted to see. The Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad, the highly sexualized one, the short,
0: short shorts...
2: You know the really tight
0: outfits. Yeah. I, this the one the, from all the Arkham videos. Yes, from all the Arkham games. I, I think that's which what is, people wanted to which is, see. Which is, and there was a conscious
2: effort to not present that. Yeah, of I just Harley think Quinn. that
1: she's too closely associated I with a movie know. that that was did that did not fare well with I mean, most be, audiences.
2: I don't know. It's just like I feel that. You, yeah, Jamie mentioned like there was controversy with Joker, but I mean. A Joker without a Batman—that was a huge risk. It should not have worked. It wasn't, no, you know. No, I but disagree. and controversy—I disagree. Sp- I mean, yeah, what it was, was more about art height. I will tell art you art what was film. what
1: was risky about Joker wasn't that it didn't include Batman. What was risky about Joker is that this particular uh movie was more of uh and a film. It was more of a a a drama, and those films don't make that much. And they usually don't. Yeah. So that was the big risk that I credit the director and I credit Warner Brothers on that, Um, because I remember in retrospect watching the trailers for Joker, and I was I wasn't fully sold on it. I I mean, Joker.
0: I will say I would I would argue that it's the anomaly that proves the rule yeah I, I'm ways.
1: like I would remember being uh, my impression was like, well, I don't know, I'll watch it, but I'm not convinced I guess this could either work or i don't know maybe it might flop, but it didn't it didn't convince me of it being this um this excellent film, and then the review starting to to come out, and then be like i remember reading masterpiece. Uh, also,
0: also the beaut- you know the reaction at Cannes and like mm-hmm. the fact that it was even screened at Cannes like is is a whole yeah. thing, yeah.
2: And you know, I mean, I even heard fucking Phoenix had a fucking standing ovation. Yeah, after the debut at
1: Cannes. Um, I mean, he deserved it. He deserved the Oscar. His 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 rendition of the character was his own. It was. True to the character, but it was a a very unique rendition of the character, and the tone of the film was also very unique. In that, it was m- more of a of a film, and it was still a comic m- book movie, but it, it really felt pres- like that the prestige of of a f- like a film, you know. I
0: I also gotta like like I said I gotta blame. I feel like – so as far as like Birds of Prey, so you have the, the segment of the audience that you would hope you would get more of, which is like the female audience that I don't – and I, I, I like I said, I kind of have to blame the marketing for that because I feel like it wasn't promoted enough to attract that audience. And the opposite side of the audience is my friend Marcus who basically came out of the movie and went, don't waste your time. And he's like, he's the, the other side of that audience. And I was just like, okay. I was like, I was going to see it anyway. And I, when I saw the movie, I was just like, I really like this. I, I can see why he would say that it was a waste of time.
2: Why is it a waste of time for a lot of people? Aside from the title, aside from um, the marketing, people who've seen it, why, are, why is this movie polarizing? So, so, for, so it's, it's that's, not, that's what it's, I need to understand. N-
0: that's the thing. It's not polarizing. Uh, it's the people who were already pre-programmed to dislike it for whatever reason, like comics, sexes, whatever you want to blame. They were already not on board. And they weren't th- all those people, which is a not, like I said, double negative again, not insignificant chunk of the population.
2: Not on board with what, though? And it's not because it's a female movie because Wonder Woman did well, and no one was harping against Wonder Woman. What was the issue with no this movie? No
0: one was harping. No one was harping. No one was talking about it. Period. First of all,
1: Bef- even before Wonder Woman, the movie came out. In mm, what was it? Which came first, Batman, Superman, or no, or Justice League? And
2: Superman
0: came. Batman v Superman, yeah. Came she first, was all right. In, yeah,
1: Wonder Woman was a. See, she stole that movie. Hands
0: down, the best part of that movie. She was yes. the best part yeah. of
1: that movie. All right, so she got a very uh, advantageous introduction.
0: Which you could argue, Harley Quinn might have had. She, Harley from did Suicide not. Was,
1: Squad. She was the best, and
0: she and but Wonder Woman said, was
2: associated with a bad movie there, too.
0: There is, but but there's a difference. Batman v Superman, Justice League, shitty movie. You're still talking about Wonder Woman versus Holly Quinn, and that's just not a fair comparison. It's not a fair comparison. Even if you're comparing the movies, character-wise... Everyone knows who Wonder Woman is. It's a worldwide icon. But so is...
2: Not on the same level of Wonder Woman. Not even close. But us old people. Not, not even, even close. close. Watching not even close. Animated not even series. close. Not even close. Not even close. close to being
0: close to being close to being close. To nerds. To nerds even people to watching. Animated TV. series, there not were a lot close. of people. Not even close. Not even close. Not even remotely close. You gotta think gl- you got to think Because globally. that's still a segment of. A segment. Of the u.s population
1: yeah and you got to think internationally too
0: you, and that's but none of that applies outside of this country
1: you 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 ask a kid in Latin America Wonder Woman then they're, they're gonna know who you're talking about
0: yeah also Harley, also you,
1: you ask a kid in Latin America Harley Quinn and you'll get deer in the headlights or sexy in, ca- sexy clown
2: that's yeah, what or, Harley yeah also or,
0: also you ask the majority of people. Suicide Squad aside, majority of people, not comic book fans, not people who played the Arkham games, Mm -hmm. who's Harley Quinn, they'll go, or just say the name Harley Quinn, they'll go, who? Whereas like you say, Wonder Woman, even people who have no, they'll go, oh yeah, Wonder Woman. As like, that's what I mean, like, that, you can't compare the two, they... It's it's maybe
1: one day she'll it's, be it's there. It's
0: comparing a protozoa to a blue whale. Yeah. If you want an analogy, and you know,
1: and it's and it's it's not just that she's she's a she's a woman. I mean, it happens with other characters. I mean, you know, what's a good character like um, Star Lord versus? You know, you could ask uh, people
0: now who've seen Guardians and all the
2: Marvels. People know now, man. They know him.
0: Maybe not. And yeah, but Chris still, Pratt, not, they have an actor not that at the level, Pop- not at the level of, of freaking Batman. Not even of the man, uh, you know.
2: But Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, Andy. I yeah. mean, people know Andy. Yeah. Now he's a little rips in yeah, this but role, still, but
0: still, yeah. It's just it's just not enough awareness. And, and I like I said, the people who The nerds who you want to see the movie aren't going to see the movie because sexism and also, like, version of the people who are too precious about adaptations are not going to like this version of Birds of Prey either. It's rated R, which is also a strike against it. Uh, All that being said, we're all bummed it didn't – we in this room are, are, are bummed it didn't do as well.
2: But we were very. All that being that can we actually now <laughs>
0: talk about the movie itself? And putting all of that aside, and let's you were argue. wondering we wouldn't have
2: enough to say. Yeah, this yeah, would yeah. be a you, quick conversation.
0: Arguing, here's why you should see a movie. See the movie. We've talked about it a little bit of Number one, the cast, fucking phenomenal. Well,
2: we all know why you think it's phenomenal.
0: No, all of the cast. Uh, There's yeah.
2: one person that in you particular. Are I in mean, love number one.
0: Okay, I love her, but I, I love m- Mary, with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. But you have to understand. Unhealthy. No, no, <laughs> no. You have to understand. <laughs> it is Scott of, Pilgrim. Part of that is is my profound I just realized that love I had, like, for Scott uh, toward the Pilgrim. end You'd, of the
1: movie. Yeah, like three quarters of the way into the movie, I'm like, oh, it's her, Ramona Flowers from, Ramona from Scott Flowers.
0: Pilgrim. Yes. Yeah. I and so a lot of that is just just. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, But I will say, like... uh, I'm not that familiar with... uh, What is it? Justine? Uh, The one who played Black Canary.
2: I've never seen her before. Uh, Justine Smollett something.
0: Yeah, Justine Smollett. She was great as Black Canary. Uh, Fucking anytime Rosie Perez is in anything... um, Because she... like. Talk about it, and she's become much more, like, at peace with this than she used to be. Like, I, I read an interview with her where they were talking about, like, earlier in her career, like, they always wanted her to essentially play Rosie Perez. She's like, I'm an actor. I want to be able to play other things. And as she's gotten older, she's just going, she's just be- come to peace. with like, actually, because people coming up to her and telling her now that she's, like, older, younger Latino women and actresses who, like, see her as an inspiration, and, like, talk to her, and every... Like, she's become the Rosie Perez as she is as a person, and the type of characters she essentially sort of plays Rosie Perez and everything she's in has come to represent something to the Latino community, and, like, just... it, She's come to... Just the women in general that, like... Anytime she's in any, and the fact like when I when I learned that she was playing Renee Montoya, I was just like, oh, that's fucking perfect. Like, like I wouldn't have thought of that, but as soon as I heard it, I like knowing who the character is. I was just like, oh, that's fucking great.
1: I still don't get why she was wearing that t-shirt for most of the movie.
0: Oh, because she just never got she didn't she never got a chance to go home <laughs> and change her shirt. Yeah. Like it's like, that's like part of it. Like she never. They, I
1: felt like they, that was never really explained.
0: She had it replaced because it her actual, like, out like outfit got, like, stained and everything. So they gave her clothes that were in the police station. And then she never really goes home. And when she does, she's, like, drunk. So she never really changes out of that. Yeah. Uh, and she's fucking great. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I really appreciated, like, Huntress is a very, like, gloom and doom kind of bummer character even in the comic books. It takes a while. No,
2: she's depressing in Arrow. Uh, I like this version. She's depressing
0: in like every medium except this. Uh, And even this is... She's depressing but like they they make it into kind of a, an ongoing yeah, joke like later you're the, in the film like you
2: are like the arrow killer or the crossbow killer It's like yeah. no no i am like i'm the i'm huntress you know some shit like that you know the fact that she is pissed off that no one knows her name and <laughs> you know and she has an actual cool badass name that she needs to uh bring out that was that was a really funny bit
0: and also just not for nothing uh, so we've talked about on this podcast when you can tell An actor is enjoying the character that they're playing. Fucking Ewan McGregor as Black Mask.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I did not see that one coming in terms of his portrayal. I
0: I didn't see it coming either. Like, uh, you could see, like, oh, oh, I think I might dig this from the previews. Mm. But then you watch it, it's just like... And you could just tell that he's having a fucking ball playing a nutball, like, a psycho, like... This ridiculous... And and granted, Hugh McGregor is a great fucking actor. Mm -hmm. But, like, you could just... I mean, what I'll compare it to is uh, you could tell in Birds of Prey that Hugh McGregor is enjoying playing Black Black Mask. You could tell in Revenge of the Sith that he (laughs) is just... I've said this before, that he's just... Oh, you could see the strain in his forehead where he's trying to make a terrible script like drag it up to his acting level there are, li- there are lines in Revenge of the Sith where you can literally you could see it like in the lines of fucking Hugh McGregor's forehead that he is trying so hard like to to, 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 to like knowing like you could just see it in his face it's like this is a shitty ass script but god damn it they signed the paycheck I'm been in two of these already i gotta fucking finish this yeah he's got and a the contract di- difference is like him in this like it's just yeah and he's so i also uh appreciated like victor's Zaz like and
2: their relationship,
0: their uh, relationship i appreciate that as a well kind of cassie
2: Kane. um i was like didn't know what they were going to do with that character i didn't she's either not yeah be, it was a re- but i like this interpretation of her it's like a young kid who is street smart who knows so how to survive so that
0: is one of those things that if you're too precious about about adaptations that uh, that might have been one of those things that my friend Marcus might have been super upset about oh gosh is and 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 look that's one of those things as like a super nerd and also as someone who who really <laughs> likes the arc of Cassandra Current Kane in the comic books of that version of, like, Batwoman, uh, was both... was bummed that they didn't do that, but then what were they going to do with Huntress if they had Cassandra Kane? And also, she doesn't... You can't have her in this movie if that's what she's going to be. Like, you can't have the comic book version of that character in this movie. So it's one of those situations where it's like, okay, I'm going to separate... In my brain, the comic book version of this character from the movie version, and like enjoy the v- movie version as if the comic book version doesn't exist, which is not a thing that I can't always do that, and it's not a thing that a lot of nerds do can do. There I could see that as someone, as a people, even female fans who are fans of the comic book, or of Cassandra Kane, who that fact alone would have ruined this movie for them just from a nerd perspective not putting everything else aside like that being said i did really enjoy her character like it's just it's just one of those things where it's just like you got to you got to be able to let that go and if you can't let i could see that there it's a small segment of the population but i could see a, a segment of the movie going popples who are fans of the character from the comic book that that would ruin this movie for them
2: but as we all know it was Going to probably be a really, really, really small fraction of the population. Yeah, to begin so, with. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. Em. yeah. Um, but it that character, you could have renamed her to as something else. You know, Jane Doe, and that character was still great. Yeah, in that film, uh, Margot Robbie, you know, was fucking awesome. She as, so carries this movie. Um, also, just brand because she loves the character. Yeah. You know she that, and you see that.
0: Uh, also just uh s- clever script as as we were pointing out there's thing like uh i I also noticed it uh Charlie pointed it out but I definitely like in that moment was just like oh that's a moment that only a female writer female director would have stuck in the, the hair clip yeah that's just yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's <laughs> in context
2: m- they're like fighting all of the bad guys towards the end of the movie and then like shit bodies were dropping lots of action and then as a guy i don't think about that but no. they have a lot of hair you yeah. need to keep that shit in on lockdown when you're like kicking other people's asses and it's like hair clip that's the solution
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and here's here's a different number one it is i i like things like that because they're like small specific things that are representative of like an entire ethos or an entire difference of the feel of the movie is number one you wouldn't have a moment like that if it wasn't uh women behind the camera behind the script uh case in point in the uh and i will get to where that fight scene and and the fight scenes in general uh in a minute but in say the Zack snyder version of this there would be no hair plan and the flowing hair would be in slow motion.
1: Oh sure. You mean the boobs would be in slow
0: motion? <laughs> or the the long flowing hair in slow motion? Oh yeah, we've seen that. That sucker punch. Yeah, we've seen that in yep. wo- in, that in, in, in in Wonder Woman. In like not Wonder Woman the movie, but Justice League. Like, you could just see that in like you know someone else is behind the camera. They're they're focusing on a different thing. Uh, that being said, as someone who's a a fan. Of really good fight choreography, the fight, se- the action sequences in this yep. are—that's one of those things where it's like, okay, we can talk about like appealing to the the female audience all we want. As an action nerd, fucking, I'm so, like one of the things that like uh, this movie not doing well is as an action nerd who appreciates, like, really well-done action set pieces and fucking really well-done fucking fight choreography. The fucking... That whole, like, last fight sequence, uh, including all the stuff, like... All the, the, the way that Harley Quinn fights, the way that fucking... And they all fight slightly differently, like, you know... That they all have distinct fights, you know, fight choreography uh distinct uh styles. ways that, styles of fighting like it's it's all very specific mm-hmm. uh the fact that there's an entire fight sequence chase sequence where she's on fucking roller skates yes and and that her stunt double is actually the founder of moxie skates which is like a big like uh roller uh Roller derby brand. The fact that one of the opening scenes is in a roller derby, and they—I read about this like after the movie because I was curious of who the stunt double because I was noticing it, you can
2: the arms you're mentioning. I noticed are like different.
0: there's a so Margot Robbie is Margaret. Can we? Someone else just say her name. Margot.
2: Margot, Margot. Robbie. Margot Robbie.
0: Margot Robbie. Uh, you know she's skinny. You know, uh, but in you could definitely t- tell the stunt double because. The, the arms of the stunt double jacked. are just like jacked. <laughs> like still, you know, a woman. So I was just like, I wonder who that is. Because I had an idea. I was like, that's either someone who's specifically like a roller derby person, or it's that Australian stunt woman who's in like everything. Who was in like, uh, who was in, uh, uh, she played. She wasn't a stunt. She played a stunt person, but was also like actually in Death Proof. She's really? the Australian one in Death Proof. Oh. Who's, riding, who's like oh, doing yes. on the on the yes. oh, yeah. car? Oh yeah, that? was a fucking crazy. So scene. she is actually like famous for doing all kinds of crazy shit like that. So when I saw the roller skates thing, and especially like when she's riding on the hood of the car, I was just like, I wonder if that's that that will she's she. Probably starting to age out a little bit. I think she's in her forties now, which is old for a stunt person. For a stunt person, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, depending on who you're a stunt double for. But I was just like, ah, I wonder if that was her. So I looked it up, and it's actually, it actually was specifically, uh, the founder of uh, Moxie Skates, uh, and also that they hired when they filmed the scene. It was in, I think it was in Miami or someplace for that roller derby scene. They hired local roller derby the local like roller derby team to be in that scene i was like oh okay that's again just things like uh a not like if you're gonna have that have it like a genuine nod to a subculture
2: was um the john wick crew involved with this like action uh choreography i can't
0: remember what why do I, you ask that? Because for some reason now have brought that may, you, have been inv- they you brought, may have been now involved. Now that you brought that movie. up, I feel like some of them, yes, were involved. Maybe the fight choreography, like in the
2: prison uh, scene where they're trying to get grab Cassandra Kane. I felt that there was a little uh, John Wick uh, yeah. essence, yeah, uh, to uh, that segment of the movie.
0: I, I mean, we'd have to look this up, but that wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah. Also, like. That's like great, like just the way they, the the fucking uh, grenade launcher full of like exploding <laughs> glitter and fucking like yeah, I love uh, it. That whole scene
1: was was very cool and, then and it was mm.
0: Yeah, and and I feel like there, even though it was rated R, there's still an and an, it wasn't an, a hard R. You it,
1: know? Was, it wasn't it, a hard like R, and was it was. Con- As I was watching the the the, that that whole scene with the glitter and the glitter bullets and all that, um, I appreciated that it was being fun, creative. You know, where if this whole scene would have been done with like real weapons, it would have been a hard R. Yeah. Yeah. Very well, violent.
0: Well, well, the R is for the violence, and it's also a lot of it is for the language
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, in this, which I appreciated, uh, and also just. Uh, and in
1: in our in our current situation right now as a society in the U.S. with all those shootings, I I think it was being sensitive about yeah. about just weapons and 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 gun culture and 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 gun culture so but it it, i appreciated it and how how creative they were and how fun they had how they had fun with it uh and still be able to carry on a scene like that and you know still deliver the, the action that you would expect
0: and and there's some things uh interesting uh so a couple of thing, interesting things. This just brings me uh, also like female, you know, woman director, woman writer, writers? I, no, single no. writer. That also helps a lot. One writer, one director. Not six writers, one director. Or six writers, two directors. Uh, not a director who was replaced halfway through shooting. Um, but just an interesting thing, just another uh, movie that Mario Robbie that we brought up that was fantastic. Um, bombshell. Yep. Uh, there's the scene in Bombshell, this sort of, spoiler, Mario Robby's character is in with uh, John Lithgow playing Roger Isles And there was a decision during that scene where like, he asked her to, like th- the infamous thing that he was known to do was, like you stand, they spin, and then like he asked her to lift up her dressed a little bit and then a little bit more and then a little bit more to show her underwear and the way that there's no music it's quiet it's very uncomfortable it's extremely uncomfortable Uh, and there are ways that I've started to notice the way violence or whatever it is like a power dynamic where the woman is being abused in some way Uh, even in this movie the scene in the club where, she where he asks or she... no where he asked that random patron oh yeah to get mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. table uh the way that shot is like there was a direction that as someone who's watched that you know from male directors a bunch of times like a way that you that's gonna make you uncomfortable just because like I'm like a conscious person but there's a way in which that was shot in that scene where it's even, like, it isn't as explicit as maybe a male, but it's, it feels worse. If that makes sense. In that scene. Where it's just like, there's no nudity, y'all. Like, he's just asked her to dance and then he asked her to take off the dress and then he asked the other guy to cut the dress off of her. There is so much more discomfort and you see, like, how like psychotic and horrible Ewan McGregor is as a villain uh, in that scene than if it was just like him ripping the clothes off of her or anything like that. It's like you learn so much more about his character and the way he operates and also just the nature of his relationship to the people in that club. Like again it's, it's one of those like li- it's a small scene in the movie relatively speaking but it could tell you a lot about the difference between the director you know having a, a woman behind the camera and how it just it. like I said there's no coming nudity. from experience it's no there's from- no nudity it's actually like there and what happens is if you think about it like what I'm about to say is horrible because it's equating things that aren't the same but you feel like there's a much more, even though there's, there's no actual violence committed, mm-hmm.
1: you, don't need it.
0: There, you feel like a much more profound violation has happened mm-hmm. in that scene. And I don't think that's a thing you could get without a woman behind the camera. Because
2: guys won't get that. You and know, it's, guys and it's, would it's, assume that for violence to take place, an actual you know hand to the face or hand and, to the body to take place, but mind can also be
0: Also, it's it's not done with one of the main characters. It's just a someone who was just a, a just in that one scene, like, yeah. and that f- feels so much worse. And like I, I there were some way ways in which it's done to some of the main characters too, but it didn't feel like. You know, like that. Like on the other side from the hair clip thing, it's just like it feels much mm, less is explicit is done, but it feels more explicit. Yeah, if that makes of sense. Time, if
2: you're a woman, that shit, shit like that happens a lot. You yeah. know, it's very subtle and it's underhanded. And unless you're a woman, mean, this wasn't subtle at not,
0: all. But it's but yeah. It's but also, in terms
2: of the fact that is it does not have to be. Blatant. You know, it's like yeah, it's very. It just cuts to the core of a person's humanity that yeah. only a woman could uh, could you know speak to and attest mm-hmm. to because they've experienced that, and a guy would know that.
1: Yeah, and the way that it's delivered, you know, I mean, us three guys from our perspective, it helps you empathize with the way that the kind of behavior is received that you wouldn't otherwise. I think, and, and, experience. Uh,
0: and, and also, there, there's something to be said about it being just a minor character when he appears in this one scene. It could seem insignificant. So there are other ways. So he, he, here's uh, the other side of this is a com- in a completely different movie. Uh, in <laughs> Rambo Last Blood... <laughs> That Eve literally is <laughs> getting up and walking away. Uh, so, but I'm am bringing this up to 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 bring up a point. Are you are you uh, peeing? What are, what are you doing right now? You're, out. Just, you're just leaving. Um, the the grand. I can't even remember. Is again, I can't even remember the name of the character or what he, her relation is to Sylvester Stallone. She's so essentially just a a prop who is abused and eventually murdered by a Mexican drug lords or whatever, as an excuse so that John Rambo can go apeshit and kill a bunch of people. That's her only purpose in the movie. But it's like, it's it says something that, like, in this film, it's not one of the main characters, so it's not, like, uh, like oh, it's motivation for them to go... Ape. It's purely kind of... So you see how evil Ewan McGregor's character is or even how fragile he is because he literally does all that because he thinks that she's laughing at him. Mm-hmm. Like, you both see how fragile his ego is, mm-hmm. how fragile he is, and how... like there's so much and again like wish more people had seen this because there's so much in that little scene (laughs) about the dynamic the power dynamics between men and women and male fragility and like and it's none of it is done with the main (laughs) the main female characters and i feel like that almost makes it worse because it's just i didn't know that we i'd be talking about this this specific scene this much but now that we're talking about it, wow um this movie might actually be fucking great. Like I thought it was really good, we but, thought it, we were but just talk based about on this one scene, this movie might actually be fucking great. Um, is uh,
1: the more you analyze it,
0: yeah, uh, is that it is per- perpetrated on someone who's essentially just an innocent, just some random person in his club who is the imp- the relationship that we is like it's kind of friendly with him, mm-hmm. her, and her friends, but like. Yeah, there's so much going on in that one. <laughs> yeah. The more you unpack it, the yeah. more you
1: realize that it's um it's well done.
0: Yeah. Uh and again, it's just oh, so much fun, uh, the, the whole relationship with the hyena, which is hilarious, even though that hyena... I mean, knowing what I know about hyenas, all of that is impo- improbable. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, but suspens- it's suspending... Your, with a character. Your, yeah. <laughs> that hyena would have killed both of them, and eaten Instant. both of them. Um, yeah. Uh, but overall,
2: I, uh, it's a solid movie that you know... I can't say that for a lot of the Warner Brothers films, uh, yeah. but um, it's like a great added notch on Warner Brothers' belt in terms of creating a really solid movie based mm-hmm. on DC characters. Yeah, you know, it's a uh, fun aside night. from Aquaman. You know, it's been a good run.
1: It's a fun night at the movies. You know, it's a good fun popcorn movie. You don't, you know, you just. On the surface, you just go along with the ride, but then when you think about it, and you think of the little details, yeah. uh, you know, it's uh, you you kind of appreciate it a bit more. I,
0: I also I love just knowing as if you're gonna have all of your basically human characters, and then you have in the DC parlance your one metahuman character. That you don't n- know is metahuman until really late in the movie. I thought that was actually like, again, a, a a way that someone else might have gone with it is you establish right away that Black Canary can do that. I mean, the the people who know that character know she can do that, the 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 sonic scream or whatever. But the Canary fact cry. that yeah, come on, is that what? Sorry, is mar- it mar- Marvel? Of course, it's called the Canaries' Cry. Fucking DC. Um,
1: she was the only one that actually showed some explicit powers.
0: Yeah. Well, because none of, none of those other characters have ca- have powers. Right. In
2: Batman's world does. A lot of the yeah. characters don't have superpowers. Yeah. Super yeah. Powers, and maybe some of the bad guys, like Poison Ivy, and and, tec- Croc. and
0: technically Black Canary isn't really Batman characters. It's like. She's more associated with herself green arrow and green arrow, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, just like <laughs> I think when uh, when I because just script writing or whatever story one one during that scene, it's just like uh. I didn't know necessarily whether they were gonna have her like have her powers. You'd have to. It was yeah, obvious yeah, yeah. they
2: were gonna do that. It
0: was, but it, and it was obvious they were gonna do it in that scene because it was like we're, you know, there's no way we can get through them. And I was just, like I think I turned to either you, I think I turned to both of you and go, she's gonna do the thing. She's gonna do the thing. It's gonna be cool. She's gonna do the thing. <laughs> I didn't say what the thing because I, I don't think I could. I didn't remember Canary Cry. I was just like, she's gonna do the thing. Uh, it's going to be cool. It's going to do the thing. And also the fact that she used it to like propel Harley Quinn on the roller skate, So it's just little details. Was, uh... Yeah, I was just, while well, you were in the bathroom, We were just, this might actually be a great movie and more people, I think that's really the bottom line. It is line. a great movie. This was a fucking great thing. movie and more people should have fucking seen it and more people that's, should that's see it. That's
2: why I'm fucking pissed. You yeah. Know, we, it's when you're, trying to push for more diversity in hollywood and the, in the films and a lot of girls are mentioning how there are very few films for them yeah and films that are helmed by them mm-hmm. you know it's like go out there it's like black panther when i i'm, not, I'm a dc guy but the moment black panther was going to be out i was fucking going to support <laughs> that mm-hmm. i've given Wesley Snipes. All of my money for all three <laughs> of the black, uh, for all three of the Blade films. Yeah. Even it's though like that you third support. one was awful, I know, I yeah. knew that, but I, I it yeah. had to. They, he wasn't gonna get my money regardless. By the way,
0: just just uh, as a side uh, note, um, it hasn't come out yet. But from what it, have you seen any of Sci-Fi's promo for Vagrant Queen? Never heard of that. You should check out the preview for Baker and Queen. It actually looks really cool. It's like uh woman of color is What's like What's the
2: point they're going to cancel it after one season?
0: Of course they are, yeah. I'm still dude, I'm still fucking <laughs> like I, exactly heard, I heard I wh- heard I forget who what was the band? That they, it might have been Joy to be. It was one of those like left of center like 80s bands and I the song came up on like while I was listening in shuffle and I got like a a pit in my heart. What's like fucking Fucking good show, man! Fucking, fucking Deadly Classes! No, uh, <laughs> fucking Deadly Classes! Did you so watch that? About that,
2: you should, <laughs> you should. It's. What is this called
1: again? Deadly Class. class. This is
0: only. I even was, heard of it? It got two seasons. though. So. No, it only had. It was only one. one se- season. It was only one season. What made me think it was, it was one two? One fucking. Season. Jesus Christ! So, it was so fucking good. Uh, yeah, oh, fuck you, you sci-fi.
2: Get that on streaming. You gotta watch that.
0: Yeah. Um, and I love me some magicians, but. God damn it! Uh, the, this season has actually gotten a little. Uh, I was I wasn't on board initially. I'm going to talk a little bit of like in the intro to this episode. I'm probably going to talk about that and 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 Cry Crisis. You need to watch Crisis because Crisis is another one. So it's not good, but there's so much. There's so much because come on, it's CWDC, and there's just it's just that that whole thing is running on fumes right now but there's so much just as a dc nerd there's so much just easter eggs and little things that they do even if it's done badly it's just like oh this is so you literally they i don't want to spoil it i except you say every lot i think I'm almost positive. No, I think I'm I'm almost 100% positive. Every single live-action show that has ever been on television and possibly in the movies as well that DC has ever put out, there is a representation of it in Crisis on Infinity Earths, on CW. Every single one. I mean cuz the- even stuff that you like I don't want to spoil it but stuff that you there's stuff in there that you wouldn't have expected that they put in uh there's really there's like two things in there that you are like oh shit they they included this I had I I guess Warner Brothers gave them permission to do this uh there's two of them in there there's stuff in there that's like stuff like shows and shit that you forgot were on television Make a brief pair. Speaking of this movie, there is a – this is not a spoiler because it's not one of the more fun ones because it's only – it's in the beginning of, like, episode four of Crisis. They show one of the characters, and she's a lot older, from the CW Birds of Prey television series. I remember that show. Yeah. And I had forgotten about that until she popped up. You should see the character, and she's, like, talking to Oracle, like, on, a, on her radio thing. And I was just like, oh my god, they included that too. And I really do mean everything. <laughs> like the fact that that I mean you would know this from the promos, but the fact that Brandon Ruth plays both the Adam on Legends of Tomorrow mm-hmm. and he's also playing a older version of the Superman from the Brian Singer Superman Returns movie. Yeah. And they make a joke about the fact of course they do because the fact that like yeah, because you have to. We're we're like uh Ray Palmer from Legends of Tomorrow just like Wow, double and he's superman. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> like they look at you like It's my double banger and he, double ganger and he's superman. That's awesome. Like yeah. Um Yeah and even like that like the way they they play out so essentially he is the kingdom come superman but they play out the kingdom come superman is what happens to him like after superman returns he is like that's that version of the universe okay. is the kingdom come, because he with the kid? what with the kid I d- they don't bring up the kid but they definitely bring up it's the kingdom. It's as if the Kingdom Come universe became that universe. Okay. So they don't bring up the kid, I think, because they didn't want to deal with that. Uh, but they do bring up that uh, the thing from Kingdom Come, where they talk about Joker goes on a rampage and he kills a whole bunch of people, and and it, and in the comic book, it's like including one woman. So like the his whole. This is kind of a spoiler, but I I'm gonna tell you because it's it's a reason to watch it. There's a whole thing about the part of his his motivation to try and save like the earths that are disappearing is that he failed to save Lois.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh and he's just like so motivated. I mean like I said it's there are things that are done really well and things that are not. Uh It's a it's a kick to see Kevin Conroy play old Bruce Wayne just because hearing that voice. Yeah. Like he is the- Batman. Like and again, that's what I mean. Like so is like they even represented like the animated Batman by having Kevin Conroy come on and play old Bruce Wayne. Like it's just it's so much stuff.
2: Once again, a lot of us nerds grew up on Batman the animated series, so he is our Batman. And that's a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I almost want you to watch it so you can just see all the cameos. It's yeah, I mean, I'll
2: get to it. Um, I'm still behind on The Flash, so it's just a matter of, like, I will get caught up, so yeah. once I'm caught up with Flash, I'll definitely do uh, Crisis.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Actually, now that I think about it, it's they actually do a handful of the animated because they have Kevin Conroy... And they also do some of the old animated stuff. There's not, there's not to ever like you just have because they were doing because Arrow ended, uh, and I I have a feeling Flash is coming to an end too. Mm. They just went for broke and just had like they're just like let's just throw everything at the wall.
2: The entirety of the budget as they can. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but it's just just I appreciate that like not just using it. The entire it's not even the entirety of the budget. It's just like let's just. Cause we're doing crisis and it's every Earth. Let's just treat every Earth as it is, as if it is every representation that has ever been in media about like fucking DC. Oh, it's so. That's the part that made me love it. Wasn't was it, like because it's the rest of it is just like okay, whatever you know. Yeah, so much fun. Okay, I th- I, I is there anything else? I mean, aside from just like uh. laughing about the fact that that may, uh me and Dan, have started to joke there's this, like, we will believe that New Mutants is coming out when it's actually in theaters. <laughs> I'm not there's a new Because there's a, there's a new preview, and a new preview, again, makes it look like it's going to be... you have
2: MoviePass, so of course you yeah, won't mind. Yeah, it makes it look I, like it's going to
0: be cool, but it's like, I will believe that movie is coming out when it's actually out in theaters. <laughs> They've pushed back the release date of that three different times. It's yeah. fucking... Oh yeah, and the we were gonna talk about like the all a couple of those movies that were, Dark Phoenix was one of them, New Mutants was one of them, a couple. I wasn't expecting like Stuber, was a Fox property that got, came with the deal, right? Uh, when it got shifted to Disney, uh, Call of the Wild was another one. Call of the Wild is oh my, we want to talk about flops. That movie was like two hundred and ten million dollars and just like, to make and it just. Wow. Yeah, and what
1: was the point of including a CG dog?
0: I uh, I guess because they wanted to completely sidestep like any. They just like there's stuff that they wanted it to do in that movie where it's just like but oh, it's just where like animal rights people might be up in arms which about like, it. Just like that, they felt like we have the technology now that we don't need to use a, a real dog at all. It's just like, yeah, but for some of that you don't need a CG dog. No. Like, like maybe have. Uh, there were someone was making. A, I think it was the guys I was watching on YouTube. It was just like they made a joke. It's just like, yeah, you know, when pet when Harrison Ford is petting the dog and like playing and wrestling with the dog, maybe he could play and wrestle with a real dog and not with a dude wearing little balls, yeah. so you can CG motion capture <laughs> like a CG dog. Like, <laughs> it's just. Uh, also I uh, this is neither here nor there, but I rewatched Elite Battle Angel and. Uh, it's still dumb, but it it so still it still holds movie. up. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Again, that see to me, and I represent. I think the average viewer when it comes to movies like Alita. Yeah. Like, I look at it, and I'm. I wa- I remember watching the trailers and the and the promotions and how and and that's another one that was like I think delayed, scaled back.
0: It was delayed, but at the, uh, then they tried... But then they,
1: ultimately, I told myself, well, yeah, I'll watch it at some point as a maybe a rental or something. It
0: also... it, it They were really leaning on the fact that James Cameron co-wrote it and produced it. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they marketed
1: uh, the hell out of that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Robert Rodriguez less so, but like, you know... Yeah. Uh, I would say that the, the, the things... Uh you could see so uh, one of the, the, the funny things about Alita is that you can when you watch movies like that if we kind of relate it to birds of prey when you can you can really see the difference of who's behind the camera is Alita was such a great example of all the things that James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez do well and all the things that they don't do well are all really, really well represented in that film. <laughs> like, we do effects really well. We do, like, Robert Rodriguez, there's a certain, like, vibe to his films and, like, the fight sequences and stuff like that. The kind of visual spect- spectacle uh, uh, and, like, the, you know, the effects ingenuity in his very James Cameron. Some of the attempted emotional punch is very James is very James Cameron, where it's just like this is what he's trying to do, but it's very it's it's kind of cheesy yeah. and ham headed, and also the writing and the acting in that like you have a handful like you have Christoph Waltz who's a great actor you have three or four great actors in that who are just like wasted, like you have you have uh, Christoph Waltz you have Jeff- Jennifer Connelly yeah. you have. Mahershala Ali and they're all completely wasted in that movie. Wow. <laughs> and Ed wow. Norton but Ed, Ed, Ed Norton just shows up like at the end and you're like oh shit that's Ed Norton. <laughs> um, <laughs> wasted. <laughs> like,
1: again. Like why are they even in the movie?
0: Well no, I mean because he's going to be in the sequel because there, there's going to be a sequel. It did well enough that they, and I, again an, an example of a movie that probably did fantastically overseas just not just because it's technically based on a Japanese property, but, like...
1: Robots. Yeah. Robot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I believe it.
0: Yeah. I think that's it. Like I said, all this... Like, Alter Carbon just came out, like, yesterday. So, I haven't finished watching that. I don't really want to talk about Lock and Key, because it's uneven. And I don't think anyone else here has watched Lock and Key. <laughs> yeah,
2: no interested in that. But
0: that's fair. Um... But I think that's it. Although I will say, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't think I can take this anymore. Whatever that new series is, that's produced by the people from Stranger Things. And have you seen the new the new preview for that?
1: For oh for Stranger Things?
0: No. Okay, we're gonna hold on. Actually, let's 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 stop and then we'll watch previews after this because okay. the new all preview right. for that is coming. All right.